There's nothing like having a peace of mind and comfort. So, when your home is overrun with all kinds of critters, there's only one man to call. Tim, owner-operator of Carefree Pest and Termite Solutions. The absolute top of the line in pest control and removal. Carefree won't just treat the problem, they'll solve it. With free estimates, up-to-date technology, and reasonable pricing, Carefree has all the skills needed to kill your pest and termite ills. For more information, call Tim at 941-556-9019. Check him out online at www.carefreepestsolutions.com. Carefree Pest and Termite Solutions. Satisfaction guaranteed. What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. What's up, everybody? It's the original Bucko Bruce, your boy, Zakari, representing No Boundary Sports Talk and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers have done something we haven't done since 2002. We've won five in a row. You're listening to STLR Sports Talk Entertainment Window Sidelines. Bucks win! Bucks win! Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot, drink up, be hearties, yo ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Bring up me Adis, yo-ho! Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Once upon a time, in a land far away, three men discovered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team with the ability to siege the bay. You'll never make it out of the bay. Give no quarter and feed the fish with any enemy that takes the field during their quest to find the Lombardi Trophy. Fox win! Fox win! Join Craig. And he walks up to me and he says, I'm John Lynch. He is a monster. That's, that's what he was, a hard-hitting white boy that played safety and he was something special. Eddie. He built the pyramid right in front of us and said, this is how we're going to do it. We got to practice doing things right all the time little things huh? details and zach every day you build you got to build the foundation man that's what we're doing here as they take you on a journey discussing front office moves game breakdowns and interviews so batten down the hatches and get ready to set sail it's time for book.podcast What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Craig, coming to you live from STLR Studios on this lovely, soggy Tuesday. It is August the 13th. This is Buck That Podcast. We are a little late today, and that is because I had to coach a basketball game today. We had playoffs. We did not win. We lost by a few points, but our our girls play with their heart. And it was kind of sad, too, because, you know, like, Couple of them kind of got the little sniffles after the thing, and it's hard to be yeah. coached. Like you're coaching your, your girls, and they played like literally with their hearts on the line. And it's kind of hard to like you got to kind of fight back those tears. See the little girls cross, like man, just don't cry, like because it was just, like one of those games, man. You, like we had some really good shots, and there were some really good shots that just like bounced like right off the back of the the rim or something like that. That we just didn't get that little like little roll. You know what I mean? It didn't bounce your way today. Yeah, man, it didn't it bounce our way day. today. It's always tomorrow for these kids. But shout out to my girls. They kicked butt. They played with a lot of heart. 
And uh, yeah, I feel that too. Like we got is like, E Honda like over there? <laughs> like it felt like it didn't. It? <laughs> like on the walls, know. like. But that's why we are late. That's why we're starting at eight tonight instead of uh, nine. Want to give a shout out to our sponsor over at Carefree Pest and Termite Solutions. Give our boy Tim a call nine four one five five six nine zero one nine. Again, that's nine four one five five six nine zero one nine. Stay pest free with Carefree Pest and Termite Solutions. And uh, also shout out to the Public House for any of those people interested in fantasy football. All you want to be fantasy football gurus? Free. Right here. It's free. Free. September the 1st. 1st. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Free fantasy football league at the public house. Again, what, what is it? How much does it cost? Free. All right. So how you get to win gift cards and stuff for the season, first, second, third place, high score, or the, you know, like the, the, the points leader of, of the league, so far, twelve people have signed up. Okay, but here's how the here's how the pot gets better. So it's free to play. You go in there to eat. You let them know you're in the fantasy football league. Ten percent of your bill goes towards the pot. So basically, I don't have to pay no tax. No. Nice. Right there. No, you're still paying taxes. I mean, yeah, you're, still paying, you're, you're still paying a couple doll hairs. You know no what I'm way. saying? You're still getting taxed. <clears throat> Just ten percent of your bill off top is going towards the pot. Yeah. For the winner. So you win like or some winners, gift cards, actually, some food. There's yeah. multiple winners. It's not just well, yeah, first it's, or second. It's, it's first, it's like... second, third, and, and, and uh, <clears throat> points. But if we keep, like he said, the more people that sign up, it's probably going to break up into a couple different leagues. Yeah. If it gets, to, if he, he said if we get to 20 teams, we're probably going to do two different leagues, 10 and 10. So there'll be various, you know, ways to play and get, you know, some gift cards, stuff like that. Really great food. NFL Sunday tickets. So, you know what I'm saying? You can go there. Don't got to worry about, you know, missing a game because they're going to be on all the TVs. And this okay. is going to be a live draft, interactive draft, correct? Or I believe so. It is on okay. Yahoo Sports. Uh, I believe you can attend. Some people may do it online. I'm not 100% sure. But from what I I was just there today, 12 teams are officially signed up. When's the deadline to sign up? Probably sometime before September 1st. I would and say, If you want to yes. do that, all you got to do is go on to the public house Facebook page, there's like a little uh, scroll down. You'll find the fancy football post. Just give them your phone number, your email. They'll, They'll shoot you over the link, the, the link to, to sign up and all that good stuff. And yeah, ready to rock and Are roll. you going to do it if I do it? I'm already. I, I, He's already I'm, in it. I'm already in it. I'm, I've been talking smack already for all you fake wannabe fantasy gurus. I might just sign up right now. Do you have what it takes to beat the one they call High C? Well, I think I beat you last year. So. Hey, shh, 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 shh. Mute, mute, mute. <laughs> they don't know that. They don't know that. We're in three leagues together. You got to beat me in one of them, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure I beat you in all of them. Uh, uh, I, 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 I was in the championship man. game, the and, and I, I think in your league or the or the Honeycrust or the uh, what was the name sports? of your Julio Jones? Who was it? Jones. No, no, the Great yeah. Corn Julio. Yeah, the Great Corn Julio. <laughs> <laughs> then I had Live in La Vida Loca. Okay. <laughs> I, hey, I, I had my balls hurts when I eiferted. You, know? you would say something like that. But anyways. I thought that was pretty clever. My balls hurts when eiferted. Like, you know, yeah, but, Zach Ertz and it, Tyler Eifert. Listen, I was top shelf. You was like middle shelf. Mm, I don't know. I think that's pretty creative. I was, I was like, you, it's, I, a, it's a hard to say, but I don't know. Living La Vida, what is it? Living La Vida Loca. Yeah, I mean, that's not really that original. But I mean, it's listen. It makes more sense than yours. Yours is like like it sounds like you got a speech impediment. What about she digs my Johnson? 
Well, that's better. She digs my Johnson. Like uh, Stefan Diggs, and I had David Johnson. See, I, I take the players that are on my team. I feel you. And I like You don't have to name, name your team first? Or like Two Girlies, One Cup. That one's decent. That was pretty good. But the, the Ertz, Eiferted, and all that. Uh, I think that's it, pretty it good. It was just too much. It was mids at well, best. Well, I think, I think he said it was better than mids. A little, a little bit. A little yeah. Bit. I'm pretty he, sure Eddie Eddie liked it. He, he rolled out one. on it for at least That's day 66%. And a half. Listen, when he makes an outrageous, we got majority when he makes here, outrageous comment it. during this show, I'll point that out and then you'll understand why he likes it because he just says random stuff. Yeah, but he More actually does say some funny stuff, though. But yours, your name wasn't funny. It was, it was mids. Oh, okay. It was well thought out, though. It was like it, it, was, it, well it, was, it was like a Burger King taco. It was mids like the spaghetti <laughs> sauce. <laughs> it was like a Burger King taco. It, it, I'm still trying to figure out what kind of meat that is, man. I'm like, oh. it's Maybe, not meat. It's possum meat. It's something. <laughs> it's it's something, like soy man. or something. I did have that Impossible Whopper, man. I think it was fire. That's, isn't that what we're talking about? That's with the fake burgers. Yeah. yeah that's that's really like good. the vegetarian burger. No, we're talking about the tacos, bro. Yeah, we're talking about the tacos, man. Oh, no. The dollar tacos. The dollar tacos. Oh, were they good? Well, you know, it's kind of hard to judge after a few beers. I mean, like, you mean? it's kind of hard to judge. You're listen, a Hispanic. Listen. Like, bro, I feel like you can judge listen. a taco anytime, whether you're drunk or right, not. From tacos or tacos? Facts. From what I've understood from multiple people. I feel like Hispanics with a couple beers and them can judge tacos even better. Listen, yeah. from what I understand from a couple people, if you had the option to eat dollar tacos from Burger King. Yes. Or you had the option to go behind, like, Outback and try to fish out a steak. <laughs> That was overcooked. That's probably mm. your better bet. I don't know. I'm not much of a, of a garbage dumpster diver, but uh, they basically I'd probably go. Thing. I'd probably go with the taco. Say, don't go to Burger King on Dollar Tuesdays or Dollar Wednesdays or any kind of day for your tacos, unless they don't have the meat and you can't have a burger. I got to switch up the subject real quick. When did you get the J-Boo life size poster over there? Happy birthday to me. Jeez. You want to take it home, don't you? Yes, I do. Where are we going to hang it up at? What's funny is, is it was sitting there. We should there. put him on a closet door so he could slide in the pocket. Get it? I like it. Slide in the Well, pocket. listen, I got to figure out where to put everything at. That's, that's, unfortunately, during today's show, because of We're a little abbreviated. We're a little late, so we didn't get a chance to kind of like plot that. But I wanted you guys to help me decorate some, some more buck stuff. Right. Shout out to my boy, Joel. You should it, put James in the window. It was so my birthday. see James. Listen, he was in my room for a minute for a couple days. I bet you he was. And I came out the damn bathroom, and I forgot that he was up leaning against my wall. So I can, and I jumped in first. And I was like, damn, damn you, Jabu, you scared the hell out of me. Your dogs barking at him and shit. <laughs> he did. He kind of scared him. I'm like, oh, sh- uh, damn. I was like, what the hell? I thought I was about to get murdered. But anyways, we did have our first preseason game last Friday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We had a pretty good showing, I thought, for the most part, especially first team. First team, got the ball, went down the field, scored a touchdown. James they look good, too, boy. Five of six um, throwing for 40-something yards and a touchdown. Nice little screen pass to Chris Godwin. Got him out in space and and able to see something that we haven't really seen from Chris. And he which is still missed a wide-open receiver downfield. Make people miss. and Well, yeah, but you know what? He didn't overthrow him that bad. And you know what? In this offense, or any offense, really, I'd rather you overthrow that receiver than give that cornerback a chance to make a play on the ball. Yeah, I got you. So and it wasn't like he overthrew him by that much. He, he threw overthrew him by a step or two. Yeah, that was exciting though. Probably a healthy two, two well, steps definitely. We, we lost by two points, but we did make we a did. little comeback. Um, box score wise, 
Ryan Griffin probably had the uh, the best night out of all the quarterbacks. Got a lot, lot more playing time than everybody else. 43 pass attempts for 43 this 43 pass attempts. 26 yeah. for 43. Beast, three, man. 330 yards. Uh, seven yards average. 20 uh, or uh, one touchdown. And um, had a QB rating of 92.2. Jabu went five for six. 40 yards. Touchdown. Rating of 134. Ooh, say that again. That sounds nice. 134. 134. And old Blizzane Gabbert went 6 for 8, 50 yards, no touchdown, QB rating of 90. He almost had that interception with Devin Bush. It was lucky that – but that I actually would have been overturned because it was a um, late hit on the quarterback yeah. that play. But he did kind of stare down that receiver. Almost had that interception by Devin Bush. But overall, all the quarterbacks played really well. Ryan Griffin thrown in there in dumpster time, did what he did, uh, and looked good doing it against third and fourth stringers. He did. And, uh, he looked good with that tight end and receiver. Th- th- this, this offense looked pretty solid. Um, running back-wise, uh, our best running back was, as far as average, rushing yards with six yards. Uh, Peyton Barber was three carries for 18 yards. Rojo right behind him, four carries, 18 yards, 4.5 yards a carry. Both of them had a long eight yards. So that's, that's And though we solid. didn't see a lot of work out of these guys, we knew coming into the game that we would not see a lot of work. Yep, true. But they showed us something that Rojo definitely didn't show us last year, which was a little bit more of a burst. He looks meatier. He's running through the hole hard. He's running with some purpose instead of, of stutter stepping at the hole. A lot of confidence. And Peyton Barber, too. This is a guy that has Rojo and Andre Ellington limping at his heels, so he's also fighting for his you know, uh, starting job as well. Derek Mboale, your boy, matched Rojo's season total for last year with uh, 10 carries, 34 yards. He did ball he did get two touchdowns, though, so yeah, I, yeah. I think he might be somebody we might see in the red zone, somebody look, maybe to hammer it in. But at the same time, did he just get a little bit more, you know, touches because, you know, he got he got the, 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 the extended playing time? This game here, playing the Dolphins coming up, probably going to see a little bit more of that first team, maybe for like <clears throat> the first half of the first quarter, maybe even the whole first quarter. I would say the first quarter. That's probably what you'll end up seeing. And then, obviously, we all know. Yeah, at least a couple. Drives. We know against the Browns next week, we'll, we'll see. You know, good pretty, play time. Good, good. At probably least three quarters. Yeah, at least yeah. a half, and if not, if not, some of the the third quarter as well. So you know, definitely some good things to look forward to. Andre Ellington, a guy that uh, you know Bruce Arians brought in, somebody who has familiarity with this offense. Wiley veteran man wasn't too good. Four carries, nine yards, 2.3 yards average, a long of seven. So that means out of those four carries, <laughs> one broke for seven yards, and out of the other three carries, he was only able to get two more yards. Not very good. Well, it's all situational. It, it is, it is situational. preseason game. So. Pre-season, it's better, preseason for everybody. Even, I think with Andre Ellington, you're going to see him thriving more out of the backfield. Uh, catching the ball, blocking on third down, that hey, kind of stuff. First, it was first. It was uh, the first preseason game. Everybody, even the refs, missed some stuff. Um, receiving wise, though, man, it looked good, didn't it? We have a lot of guys on this list with multiple catches. Spencer Schnell, seven receptions, 119 yards, 17 yard average, no touchdowns, had a long of 30. Somebody you know, maybe, undrafted man. Yeah, he may be a the, guy. You know, not to be the pessimist of the group, but 
this is a guy that was getting a lot of time at the end of the game. It was dumpster time. You know, we were c- trying to come back. We were, we were throwing. You know, Ryan Griffin had to throw to somebody, and he was, and he was the recipient of that. The guy that I look at that had the best game out of this group is Tanner Hudson. Some of the catches that uh, he made, in? yeah. Oh yeah, he looked raw as hell. He looked really good out there, and he actually looked really good blocking. Yeah, uh, and he also caught a touchdown as well. Well, two guys who I think are going to compete with uh, Spencer Snell, maybe for like that last. You know, wide receiver spot, two names to keep an eye on. Justin Watson had a pretty good game. Four receptions, 37 yards, 9.3 average, um, had a long of 21. Bubba Wilson did a, couple, did a little bit when he was in there, three for 36, 12-yard average, a long of 19. So, you know, definitely some guys that can stretch the field. We didn't really see too much of uh, the starters. I don't even think Mike Evans even played. If he did, he was just he, out he there. He, he, he did. He played that first there, drive. He, he played like that first drive. He was out with like the I don't first even couple think minutes. He, had he wasn't targeted a, once. Yeah, I don't even think he had a target. Perriman had a reception. You know, looked pretty good at it. Uh, Godwin, just missed him, too. Yeah, Godwin was, was, you know, two receptions, 20 yards, 10-yard average. So, I mean, you know, definitely some good things there from our receivers. Like I said, it's not so much our starters that we're worried about. You know, we know Chris Godwin's on the team. We know Mike Evans are on the team. But some of these other guys, your Schnells, your Hudson's, your Watson's. And and, and Hudson's a guy who I've been hearing, you know, probably going to be that guy to make that third tight end spot on the roster. Obviously, you know, we got O.J. Howard, Cam Brate. So that's probably going to be – Anthony Alclair, too, yeah. a guy Alclair, that man, he had the a really last coaching catch. regime was really high on. Jason Like really likes the guy, too. Uh, but, yeah, what what Tanner Hudson did the other night, I mean, he was playing with Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin, and he looked like he had connections with both of them and also made a couple really tough catches over the middle and got whacked and was able to hold on to the ball. But let's I, talk about – I do want to bring up something real quick. Go though. ahead. I'm a little sketch What's, about, what? about our predictions. I think <laughs> Eddie may have us on something. What's that? Matt Gay. My boy stroked out a 54-yarder. 55. 55. My bad. Did you see him at all in training camp? Did you see any of his training camp highlights? He actually set – that was a Heinz Field record, as a matter of fact. 55-yard That's that's baby – what's his name? Janikowski right there. And in all honesty, that thing could have went from 65. I mean, he booted it. How do you you feel about the the defense? That's what I was going to transition to. I I saw a lot out of that first-team defense – the guy that I liked the most and had the most promise that game that played quite a bit was was Noah Spence. No though, Spence, though he did wrong, not have right. a sack, he was constantly pressuring the quarterback. He was all over the place. My only hopes for him is that he can develop a second move other than that straight pass rush up. You know the the left side hey, of the left so, tackle. Sometimes those guys, that's what they do. You know, they're they're. Uh... That's actually what he plays. Right. What's that? The the three four. That's what he played in in, in college. Some right? guys aren't as good at, at the finesse stuff as as you like to see. Sometimes it's just those big bulls that just know how to move the, the line. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Get, he use that momentum. He has that speed rush on the outside, but there's not much else there. I mean, he did show a couple other moves. I was watching him in particular. Him and Carl Nassib. Nassib. He had opened a sack up the too. game for Carl Nassib. That's why Carl Nassib has six such a big game. total tackles for losses, two sacks. Sacks coming by way of your boy Carl Nazib and one Dion Buchanan. Dion Buchanan looked good too. Yeah, also uh Patrick O'Connor, Corey Nelson had oh those are tackle for losses. Never mind. Yeah, so we only had two sacks. We had an interception too, didn't we? It was at uh your boy Mazzy. From uh, uh he USF. Had a fumble. 
Oh, yeah, it was a fumble. That's right. He had the forced fumble at the end of the game. Yeah, but I said it doesn't show any interceptions on here for anybody. Hargraves had that interception that got called off. Yep. That was a damn good play, too. He did get burned a little bit, but yeah. not much. But overall, I thought the cornerbacks, for the most part. I, I thought, thought Bunting had a good game. He did, but, but I don't think he. It was his first game. So I'm going to give yeah. him that. We'll give him a pass. He was around that. the ball a lot, but he didn't make the big play that we were looking for him to make. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see him this next game against the Dolphins for that reason. Now, did he get a lot? I watched some of the game, but I was in and out of it. Did he, he didn't get like a super amount of playing time though? Neither he was like first team guy. He was out yeah. relatively. Who are you talking about? Uh, Bunting. Bunting. No, he was he was he was second team. Oh, he was second team. Yeah, okay. he played yeah. a good quarter. Yeah, he, I mean, he had a little bit. Yeah, he didn't he play he the probably, whole game or nothing. But no, he didn't play the whole. He had game. some good looks. Well, he, didn't, like, he didn't get burnt bad or anything, but he just didn't make the big, big plays. One thing I liked about Hargraves, going back to him real quick, is the fact that even though he did give up that big play for, for a good chunk, I think it was like a 20, 30-yard play. It was. He came back in that same drive, and that's when he almost got that interception. Yep. So he, it's like he almost had a short-term memory, forgot about that play, and then you know, obviously something he's seen in the film room, he, he, he read that. He looked comfortable out there. He looked a lot more. He looked a lot more comfortable in this defense than I think he has in, in the prior. Majority of that Bucks defense looked comfortable. They weren't lost. A lot of times you see them and they're like, "What are they doing?" Well, I, th- I think what it is too is with you know certain defenses they get complex and they have these schemes and on certain you know saying then you got those certain defensive coordinators like Todd Bowles who sometimes he's just going to call a play and literally all you do is you pin your ears back and you go. Yeah, you attack that ball wherever it is. The quarterback got to you. You're trying to drop them. You know, saying that it gets a little dump pass or something. Everybody's swarming towards that ball. You know, it's, it's everybody has their assignment. You're sticking as like more man to man, if you will, not zone and different things like that. Where you're trying to, you know, remember certain things. It's just go out there, hit them hard, and, and play some some hard nosed defense. Chip this guy, and then this is your guy. Stick yep. to him. Another another thing the Bucks did well Friday night was uh, against the run. We did give up that big play to Listen, Josh Dobbs, but other than that, I mean, Benny Snell had 13 carries for 26 yards. Quarterback burnt us a few times. Yeah, yeah, Josh Dobbs. But Dobbs, I mean, other than that, I yeah. mean, Jalen Samuels had one 22-yard uh, run, and then like a 13-yard run by Trey Edmonds. But everything else was like Benny Snell had 2.0 yards yeah. per carry. They kept him, and he had 13 carries, so he was majority of running the ball. You, you know who I liked him. in this game? Uh, and he didn't really do much statistically because he was a guy who was, I think, relatively out fairly fairly quick. Devin White, for the time that he was in there, there were a lot of plays. Even though he wasn't like so much a tackle machine, he was around that ball. Yeah. First play, of the, you know, or first first game of the season, his first pro game. I, I liked what I saw. Um, he, he was definitely getting to the backfield a couple times, got closest to getting a sack here and there. So I, I think there's some promise as he grows in this defense, learns a little bit better. He, we may see a beast here. So is he more of a beast like Hardy Nickerson beast or like Derrick Brooks beast? I think it's a little too soon to tell. But, I mean, some people that he's been compared to so far are Patrick Willis, Patrick Willis and, and, and Ray Lewis. Lewis. 
two just solid middle linebackers that, you know, if if you're a middle linebacker and you're being compared to that, or if you're a middle linebacker and those are guys that you kind of watch game film on and, and kind of like, I guess you would say, uh, role models look up yeah. to, those, those are some good guys to follow in their footsteps. Kind of like how Mike Edwards in uh, the whole Honey Badger situation. They just call him Badger. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, you know, for somebody – to kind of study like that, you're studying guys like that that are you know some some real deal pros. I think you're picking up a couple uh, techniques along the way. I remember last week we were talking about uh, Devin White, and you said that he was going to lead the league possibly in tackles, right? I actually didn't say possibly. You I said, said he, he was 150 tackles, and he's going to lead the league. Watching that him, might be that my boldest game, prediction of the watching season. Watching him that first game. And being around the ball like that, I was like, fuck, he might. So Tim chimed in, said, did we see the article about the Bucks maybe being interested in trading for Ezekiel? I don't I, think that I would did. happen. Nah. I did see that. I was but was it like a legitimate source? Or no, was it like it, a, well, it wasn't necessarily the source that you had to put in question. It was the actual article. It was just basically just, just clickbait. It was basically. a beat writer trying to get some Yeah, clickbait. he was basically saying, well, the Bucks have this as, as you know, our three running backs and Zeke's unhappy and we could use another weapon in the in, in the backfield basically like but there's no substantial gonna, evidence might, that yeah, it, was it was like come one of the says, well you know like if zach goes in this store and he buys a powerball ticket and the stars align just right he yeah. might hit the lotto yeah you know what are they gonna saying? pay him in cuban sandwiches yeah uh, yeah like that's that's the whole thing like like look bro we got five hundred thousand dollars and all the columbia you can eat 19, bro. 1905 salads on the house columbia is on point dog <laughs> I mean, I know we just did just we release Evan Smith, but I know that That's he was safeties. not making that much more. He, sa- he saved us two million, so yeah. we're about like five. We were at around five, right? So I think no, I don't think we're at five. They can play. They can play their payroll tax like, this week. I think we're between five and seven somewhere right now. But like you know, Ezekiel isn't like that Dentine commercial. Yeah. Nobody pays me in gum. Like he ain't trying to get paid in gum. <laughs> he trying to he, 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 like Juvenile says when he comes to that Brinks truck, he wants you to back that ass up. You know, uh, what I'm saying he want he want that money in the bank. We have four point seven million okay. right now. So right under four point seven million. Man, that's not even mm-hmm. a down payment on his house. No, nah, I don't know if that uh, to puts into account our our newest transaction. But and uh and, and Tim says, who do you think our uh, backup quarterback is going to be? That's a pretty Griffin. good question. I think Griffin, bro, Griffin, Griffin wrong, outplayed man. Blaine Gabbert. I did not like Blaine Gabbert when he was in. Well, I mean, he, he, I thought he was pretty good. Besides that one throw, he did throw for ninety yards. He, what, he was like Garbage. five for six or what, something like that. It was pretty accurate. Um, he didn't play that much. He only played like a couple series, and then you know he doesn't comes, have enough. In comes Ryan Griffin. To watch him. Griffin. I mean, he did play with the second team and stuff too. So the the, the offensive line, obviously, one of our uh, suspect situations on the uh the team in general i think that's uh the the line got totally worse after the first team the first team looked like we had it together but after that there was not a bright spot on that offense i think it's still too early to assume who the backup's going to be i think we'll see some more maybe we'll see some separation this upcoming game against the miami dolphins we've already been in uh you know joint practices and stuff like that so i think i think that is a position though that's yeah. a battle that is up and open for you know somebody to go ahead and grab the reins. We already know Jameis is going to be the starter. It's going to be. I, I think they brought Blaine in to either step up and be that backup or to push Griffin to that next kind of that next level. And Griffin came in and played a pretty damn good. This game. is Griffin's what third or fourth year? I believe it's his fourth, fourth year. With fourth us? year, right? Yeah, I mean, it so might I like he's be been his around. Fifth. Yeah, he's, like, he's the earnest Graham of quarterbacks. He's been with us for a while yeah. for sure. 
It, it, didn't he come? I mean, I, I could be wrong about this, but didn't he come from the Saints? He might have. I'm feeling like we should already know this, but uh, I'm going to have to look this you up. No, to be real with you, man, there's so much so many stuff that happens on the daily, man. We, we, we can slide on a couple things. Uh, yes, he was. He was signed to the New Orleans Saints as an undrafted free agent in 2013. So he's been in the league for a little while. Yeah, that year with uh, Breeze, man. So Breeze He's 29 years old. Wow, that's a veteran. What did you guys see that you didn't like as far as the offensive line? Offensive line? Yeah, I, I mean, I was after, just watching the first yeah. game. That's our weakest link. Now, I, I asked a question for from you guys earlier in in the uh, the the our group message. Mm-hmm. It's not on the board, but I'm gonna bring it up. I know me. And I don't you, even know if I saw it. We kind of talked about it on oh, okay. on um, No Boundary Sports Talk on Sunday. Trent Williams is a guy. Already come out said Redskins. He's not playing for the Redskins this year. He's having issues with them. If there was a way to make it happen, probably would be have to be releasing JPP. Do you think, with what you saw from the defense minus JPP, would that be a tire you were, were willing to kick if you can get the Redskins to trade you for Trent Williams, maybe bring him in, kick Donovan over to the right tackle, put a... But I wouldn't even do that because I think DeMar Dotson's a better right tackle than Donovan Smith. I don't think just because you're a left tackle that automatically places you above the right tackle as far as who's better on the offensive line. I think there's guys that are – Well, that, DeMar that, Dotson is getting a little old. He the, is. A little long in the tooth. But, he's our wiliest veteran. But he's also been one of the highest rated tackles in the league year in and year out for the last five years. I mean, I, I do have his autograph on a pair of shoes – Gerald McCoy's rookie year. You do have on both you, shoes. You or have shoe? what? I have Dotson's autograph uh-huh. on a pair of shoes at my house, and Gerald McCoy with Gerald McCoy his rookie season. Matter of fact, you know who else is on that shoe? Key to leave. I don't think Key to leave was on that shoe because I didn't go to that section of the uh, the fan thing. Mark Dominic and your boy. Uh, Raheem Morris. What? Yeah. Okay. What'd yep. you do? Go to FanFest? Yeah, I went to FanFest back when they actually used to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. But we did have three unheralded bucks in that game. Some guys that we probably already mentioned. We probably already talked about them, yeah. Let me guess. I haven't even read the article, but I'm going to say that one's going to be Tanner Hudson. Tanner Hudson. One's going to be Schnell. Schnell. And Tampa Zone. One is going to be Mazzy Wilkins. Bam! We talked about it. Mazzy Wilkins. Though, <laughs> we man. talked about all those guys. I know. I know he was late in the game, but now you want to see if they bump him up a little bit this next game. A little bit better team. Yeah, and is there, it was people we talked. We touched on Spencer Schnell was one of them. Yeah. And I don't really make a big deal out of Schnell so much. I mean, there's yeah. always a guy at the end of the game in the preseason that's fifth. Six down on the depth chart that makes a name for himself against third and fourth stringers. Hey, you're talking about him, though. Oh, he is. Yeah. They are. I'm not. One big thing that happened over this week, as we're talking about this offensive line, an area where we can improve on through our little bit of change that we have, Evan Smith was released. 
offensive I was, line. I was, I was a little surprised about this, to be honest surprise. with you. With the depth that is on this offensive line right now, I thought he provided a lot of depth at two positions, guard, and he can play center. Center. So a guy that whether he, you know, obviously Eddie makes a great point pre-show that, well, they released him because we needed to sign safeties and we needed to free up money. And that's probably ended up being the case. But, I mean, can't you find somewhere else? I mean, was his tape that bad Friday that where he, he had to be released? I don't know. Maybe they We'll find want, out more, I'm sure. Maybe it was a respect just early in the preseason to let him go so he could sign on with a team, too. You know could be. Um, Chance Warmack is a guy who's out there in free agency. That's a guard. Um, had some, some playing time with, with the Titans a couple of years ago. That's who he was drafted by. I forgot who he played at after that. But uh, maybe a, a cheap option out there to add some depth up there. Maybe they're liking what they see out of Relievus and, and Watford. Who knows? Um, but they did need to add some safety depth, depth because a couple of injuries, one of those being Mike, so, uh, Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards. A little hamstring-ish, hamstring situation going on there. But likely only to miss this this week, you know what I'm saying? Should be good to go for the Broncos game, or no, the Browns game, rather. And uh, we'll see how it goes from there. So going back to Smith real quick, he had two surgeries. He had surgery on both of his hips in the offseason. Yeah, that's another thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. So that that might play in part. That and his $2 million cap space. Um and it also may Maybe lost shine some light too. on Earl Watford and his play and Josh Loribus and their abilities to provide depth for this this offense made him a little more expendable. For sure. Tons of injuries at the uh, safety position though. It feels like it feels like all our safeties are gone right now. <laughs> it's just about. <laughs> hey Conti, where are you at? <laughs> I know, He's right? Uh, is he on a team? No, I don't think so. I don't think he is. On, I think, on, on I think the team. 31 other teams were smart enough not to sign him. <laughs> they got tape on him. They it did cause us real. to bring in uh, Darian Stewart. Denver Bronco? Denver. Denver Bronco. He was on the championship team in 2015 as well, yep. and he made a Pro Bowl there. That's that's a question. Out of the two, they brought in Gilchrist and uh, – They didn't bring Stewart. in Gilchrist. He, just, he was just a tryout. Yeah. Oh, just tryout. Okay, then Stewart wins. Or as they say in the longest yard, a tree out. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a big day ahead of them with the joint practice on the Miami Dolphins, but they did sign a veteran, uh, Darian Stewart. He's 31. He spent the last four years as a starter for the Broncos. So a guy who's been in a, a very solid defense, a guy who's used to playing in a 3-4 defense. And before that, he came uh, uh, one year in Baltimore and then four years with the Rams. So, So, I mean, both good defensive teams. Starter in the league, so you know all it can do is is push some of the guys. Um, obviously, Justin Evans, somebody who's uh, been hurt. So he's played 130 games. He started 91. He's had 11 interceptions. Okay, he's had one touchdown, six pass defenses, uh, seven fumble recoveries. And then he's had 439 combined tackles. So it's a guy that's going to be able to provide you a little in-the-box action. Yeah. You know? And then uh, another guy who we signed last week that didn't get any action yet in the in the Steelers game, probably because he was just so new, didn't really get a chance to get implemented into that defense, John Battle. So, you know, between him and, and maybe some Stewart this week, some guys that we may see get some PT. Um, you know, but luckily – 
Is that the John Battle from uh, Kansas City Chiefs? Did he play for Kansas City? Uh, let me click on his name real quick. Hmm. Doesn't say. It just shows up that he's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it's a different battle. It was a different battle. Yeah. Another war. Was John Battle, I mean, if he's a young and he was only 23 years old, it might be the same guy. No, it, it, if he's young like that, no. It ain't him. Okay. John Battle from LSU Safety, no. No, this this okay. is this is back in the day. I'm probably thinking before, like, a, vet, like a Wiley vet. Yeah, he's probably not yeah. even playing. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Vita Vea. Actually, before we get into that, MJ Stewart looking good at Nickelback. Nickelback. Uh, somebody that the, the, the Bucks are kind of liking where he's at. He brings some toughness and versatility to the Nickelback. And, you know, may, maybe they found maybe they found his little spot for him. You know, last year he kind of had a, had a rough, you know, start to his career. Uh, maybe somebody could come in and play that nickel. Hargrave's looking good on the outside. Um, you know, you got Carlton Davis. You got uh, Jamel Dean. I'm big on MJ Bunting. Stewart, I mean, so, so I think cornerback is going to be – position even though we got some young guys may have some depth there um hopefully you know with the safety situation some injuries that aren't too bad mike edwards like i said look, looking to be out a week um i feel like the bucks need to make up their mind with mj stewart and either put him at safety or put him at cornerback it's they like they, for him. they had him at they, all offseason as cornerback and then they moved into safety the last two weeks and now it's back to to, to nickel like, let's find a spot for this guy well, and keep him there. I think there. they're trying to Zach, tweak their defense, too. Well, well not even that. Let, let's, Zach. What? Zachariah. There, was, there were some injuries. But there's injuries at safety. Listen. We just lost listen, four safeties. Listen. If, four safeties. Let me, let me, let me, let me, we literally just lost four safeties. Okay. So who, so who are you going to put back there safe? you going to put one of the, the offensive or defensive linemen? Are you going to put somebody who can play back there? I'm going to put MJ Stewart. Okay, so but why did they move him back to cornerback after we just had four safeties? Because we just signed two safeties. They got to see what the safeties could yeah. do man, at the safety position. I mean, how it, you going to buy a safety it, it, and listen, only play him half time? If, if some linemen start dropping, you ain't going you ain't going to put a safety up on the offensive line. You going to move in one. That's of a big, lot different. You going to put one of different. tight ends in there? Look, see what you the whole offseason he played cornerback, and then all of a sudden three weeks ago they want to change him to safety. And now, after this Pittsburgh game, we're moving that, him back to cornerback. Even maybe though he sucked at safety. Let me ask safety. you a question. You don't have to explain where it to did me. The, where, where did the safety injuries start? What do you mean? They started in the preseason. Okay. The, so the, it, the game. It, but they started before oh. that because you got your boy that's out. Well, Justin Evans. Boot. Justin that, Evans he's is been, out. We've known about him. But I'm talking about Dakota Dixon. I'm talking about uh, – A lot of those guys were getting injured before. Dakota uh, Dixon Bryce, even make the – he didn't even make the trip to the game. Dakota Dixon didn't because he was injured, so that's why he probably was filling in for and that. Bryce got injured. He left the game early. You got to have somebody, somebody in there. It's hot out here, man. But they, they can't yeah. be playing right now. You got to have somebody in there. They, no, he got hurt in the game. He was probably moved he, to safety because of some of the injury situations. So everybody got you know dinged up, and it was hot during the so game. They come back. So he got moved to safety because of injury situations, but then it gets moved to cornerback, even though the injury situation got worse. Yes. I know we just signed one guy. I get that. Maybe he was Plus worse at safety. Two guys. And then also the Abernathy kid. I understand we've signed a couple yeah. people. But I, I'm just, I'm not saying that, he, that they're wrong for moving him to the corner or moving him to safety. I'm just saying, like, let's pick a position and stick to it. Well, you gotta, the move to corner doesn't make any sense when you have four safeties that just got hurt. That's what I'm trying to say. Stick to a position. 
and, and let them play it because the kids bouncing around like that's not, not that's not going to be good. It's for a new them. group of coaches. They're trying to see what he can do. You yeah, got to think the, the they team, had all offseason to figure that the, out. The, te- the, te- uh, the and then in the heat of training camp, oh, let's go ahead and move him to safety. The yeah, tape last year might not have been that good. They, and then let's play him in the game and let's move him to nickelback. And yep. then we have four safeties that go out. Yep. On injury reserve and stuff, and then yep. let's move him back to cornerback. Yep. Yeah, but, but some of the stuff's not very you know very serious. It's preseason, man. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how he does. In, in I mean, would you rather experiment him with a now in preseason? Or would you rather him try that like game, in, in a, week yeah, ten? Week ten. You know what I'm saying? And, and like a, a must win game for us to make the playoffs or something or be in a playoff hunt. It's better to get it in there now. See what he has. MJ Stewart. If you really want to well, know, I mean, man, he's, I'll tell you where Zach he's, lives. He's a cornerback by nature, so it's not like moving him back. It's like. You know, it's the safety position that he needs to learn, not the cornerback. Well, he needs to learn cornerback well, position. Maybe too, they're you know trying I mean. him out a little bit. Maybe they didn't like what they see. So they like, you know what? Maybe he's a better suited for the for the cornerback position. It was you know trial and error. Yep. It was definitely an error instead of a, a tribulation. You I know don't what I'm know. Saying? I think they're just jumping the gun a little too quickly. Well, we'll see. We'll see. They get paid the big bucks. We don't. So I have to I have to trust with the the forty something coaches on staff. Yeah, right. I, have, I have to trust. With them. I trust Todd Bowles, man. Yeah, the eight linebacker coaches and yeah, thirty DB listen, coaches and listen, uh, they got so many coaches. Here's on what I'm staff. here's what I'm gonna do. Listen, Linda. they got they got a couple girls, Linda. they got a couple women coaches on the staff. They do. You know, you know how women are. They're indecisive. You know, what I'm saying it takes them like five hours to really get ready. Except for your wife, she's pretty like chill. She just throws something on, she's ready to go. Mm-hmm. But most women are very indecisive about what they want to wear, how they want their hair, what shoes they're gonna wear. You know, saying maybe and then they change it maybe, that same. Morning. Maybe the girl was kind of like you know saying. They, they they sold some of the coaches on maybe hey move, let's move him to safety see what he got so, you know what I'm saying then they decided all right you know that maybe that wasn't the move you know yeah. what I'm saying maybe the girls persuaded them you know sometimes <laughs> it happens I don't know if he got enough time at safety to say that was the move or not hey we'll figure it out maybe they tried him out like five plays and like we said at the beginning of the show play. it's it's preseason for everybody that's right man <laughs> that's right training camp Vita Vea has got a second look though on his uh, knee cap. Strained it. <laughs> so he get a kneeoctomy? His kneecap? Yeah. Strained LCL? Yeah. Uh, Lateral crucial ligament? I don't even know what it stands for. I mean, kneecap. Not, you just got it right there, man. There, there we go. Uh, call me Dookie Hauser. That's, we got Bill Nye, the science guy, across from us. Oh. <laughs> Are you Dookie Hauser in... Uh, Doogie Kearney, MD? What's the name of that movie? Uh, White Castle? Yeah, uh, White yeah. Castle movie. <laughs> 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 he plays himself in that yeah. movie. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you Doogie Howser from that movie? Yeah. Good news is, nothing super serious. Yeah. Didn't need... Doesn't need a little bit of time to Yeah, heal. doesn't need surgery, a little rest and relaxation. Still so I don't nice. know. Knees on a big dude, they always they always worry me. You know, and big guys like that, offensive linemen, D-tackles, I just worry about that. Well, it's not a, a season-ending mm-hmm. injury. Not ca- yet, at least. He did have a little cast. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. I, I told you, I'm the pessimist of the group here. I'm, you I'm are, gonna, man. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna find the, neg- Nancy the negative here, bro. I'm gonna have Zach. I'm gonna have uh, Johnny Christ make me a name tag instead of Zach. I'm gonna put Debbie right there. So when you start getting these moments <laughs> in mid show, I can just Debbie. go ahead and uh, switch your name out to Debbie, Debbie Downer. Downer. Yeah, <laughs> Debbie Downer. but uh, listen, on the bright side, looking to miss maybe four, <laughs> six weeks tops. So maybe by second, third week of the, of the regular season, we might see him back in action. Um, you know, definitely be happy that he wasn't on the uh, the bad end of a, of a serious injury that oh, would yeah, have required man. injury or uh, surgery. Reserve. Maybe put him on the injury reserve. You know, maybe end the season, nothing like that. 
But the good news is, even though we're back in Florida, we're going to be playing at some point against a quarterback we do have a little familiarity with. Oh, Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic himself. Or, depending on the week, Fitz Tragic. Fitz Tragic. Oh, Conor McGregor it, looking boy. Is, is making his, uh, his way back to Tampa for a little bit. Going to be playing them in the preseason. And, uh, you know, that's actually been, from what I've been hearing, that's kind of a situation where they kind of got a little bit of a, a QB situation going on in Miami. Not really sure if it's going to be Ro- uh, Roz and Rosen, however you want to say it. Does he start, though? Game one. Who's that? Fitz? Fitz. I believe Fitz is going to start. I believe All Fitz, accounts. I believe he's the starter as of right starter. now. He is the starter as and, of right and, now. Unless, it's and, his job to lose. Unless Josh Rosen really shows some promise, you know, a third game, he may have a horrible game. They may throw Rosen in there and see what he has because, you know, at the end of the day, they did make a, a pretty significant trade to get him. But for right now, Fitzpatrick, he's the starter. He has the most game experience. Um, obviously, with him being a journeyman quarterback, being a Harvard grad of that, not saying that he, Harvard. Yeah, he, he's pretty close to genius status. So probably easier for him to pick up certain playbooks because he's been around the league. Um, so Rosen, I think he had a really high Wonder League score too. I'm sure he might have got pretty damn near close to perfect. I mean, you know, you get into Harvard, you're you're pretty uh pretty good guy. Um, some notable names that are going to be missing from the Miami Dolphins: uh, Kenyon Drake will not, be, you know, questionable. Um, real quick, real quick, Albert Wilson. So perfect score on the Wonder League test is a fifty. You got a 49. What did Ryan Fitzpatrick? 48. 49. 48. You got a 48. I remember it being 48. I heard about. I heard it in a game one time. So that goes back to your point. Harvard grad, very smart guy. Very smart guy. Um, definitely has a grasp on the offense right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I look for him to be the, the, the guy that beats Rosen out in, in preseason training camp, but maybe down the line. I honestly think Rosen may benefit from <laughs> – from starting off on the bench anyways and not We've being seen it in the past. That. We've seen it. You know, I think last year he was kind of thrown in there to the Wolves, kind of let him, you know, come in. Into the th- – throw in the what? To the Wolves. Notables for Tampa Bay that are going to be questionable for the game. we got linebacker Corey Nelson. Levante David. Of course, uh, Mike Edwards. Uh, Levante's probably not even going to make that trip. Uh, Anthony Nelson. Uh, Ruben Holcomb, uh, probably a backup guard. And uh, Shaq Barrett. All questionable for this game. So uh, did he play against the Steelers? I don't remember. Jack Barrett, yeah, he was in the he was in the game. Was yeah, he? so he might yeah. Have, he might have just got dinged up. Probably precautionary. And like I said, these are all questionable. It's not doubtful. So questionable, you know, is like still might play. So it hasn't. You know, we won't find out about that till probably. I think our game Saturday, so we won't find out about that till Friday. But the Dolphins, game is Friday. the Dolphins are already 30. in town right now. They yeah. had uh, joint practices. And everything, all accounts, the the Bucks whooped up on the Dolphins in practice. They did. Um, a lot of encouraging signs from Mike Evans and Chris Godwins, who, who from all accounts consistently beat their men, uh, in, uh, like Miami's top cornerback, Xavier Howard. And the running backs look pretty good. And tight ends match up well against the linebackers. Well, if there's a preseason game where I think we're going to win, so the Dolphins, let's just be real. (laughs) They are under a re... 
rebuild or whatever you want to call it, a reconstruction. They did not reload. They let go of people like Jarvis. They look like an expansion team yeah, out there, boy. They, they, they're they're definitely they got rid of Tannehill. You know, they've definitely made. Didn't some, they have a stadium? I think they play at a Northwestern High School down in Miami. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're 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 definitely a team that. I think the defense though will look pretty good this year. I mean, their first round draft pick, Christian Wilkins. They've got some Kiko Alonso, Eric well, Rowe. Let me Who's their cornerback they have? They have a really good Xavier Howard. Let me just throw something out Burnt there. Oh, they can't do it because they gave up. Oh, no, they gave up the first round. Did they give up the first round draft pick this year? No, they give up a second round pick for Rosen. For yeah. Rosen, mm-hmm. right? But they've already paid for him, right? Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's this year's pick, yeah. He- hear me out. People don't like to throw around that, that T word. Tua? No. Nah. Trade? No, nah, like when 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 you're a basketball team, you're trying to get that first pick. You know, Transition, tank, tank. Let's oh. <laughs> say training. What? <laughs> what if what if the Dolphins are are secretly trying to just to be horrible? Well, they're saying right now the the talk in Miami is tank for Tua, tank, tank for, for Tua. Tua. Tank so, for Tua. who I don't even really think is that good of a quarterback myself. Um, I think well, he, we we've seen the history of of Alabama quarterbacks, and, and it shows us that. They're not very good in They're the not NFL. Very good they in don't NFL. really translate very well. So there's a lot of reason for you to think that way. But there's something different about this kid. We'll see. We'll see. O- only time will tell on that one. Yep. Um, but I-, I do think this might be a very good game for the Buccaneers, this preseason game. I think some of our second-string guys may actually get a, some, some time to really shine against some of those backups for the for the Dolphins. Um, and, and we'll see how it goes. Who are you excited to see against the Dolphins? Somebody I would like to see, um, and who didn't make the trip for the last game, Scotty Miller. He, yeah, he was a guy we didn't get to see anything of. So Can I, we just all call him Scotty the Body? Scotty too hotty. Scotty too hotty. Like Scotty too hotty. Or Scotty too hotty. Scotty too hotty. I, I kind of feel weird. I mean, either the either way, I kind of feel a little weird. Like, well, this is coming from a guy who doesn't want to share an ice cream with somebody. Yeah, well, I mean, you should <laughs> throw it on that, aren't you? I think you guys should go to the melting pot. Would you share a bowl of cheese with me? It's <laughs> a little different, man. I'll, I'll share some queso dip. What about the fountain of of chocolate? Uh, Will you dip your strawberry in my fountain of chocolate? No, I'm not even a strawberry guy. How can you not be a strawberry guy? I'm not a big strawberry guy. What kind of fruit do you like? Bananas, apples. All right, we dip my banana in your my chocolate fountain. Oh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Timmy wants to know how many interceptions do you think Fitz Magic will throw Friday night? He might only be in for a couple series, so I don't know. He might be like two. He might be first quarter on. Uh, I think you put the over under at one. I think what? over under one. Does he throw one interception? I'm gonna. Do we t- all come in agreement. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the under on that. The under. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a bold prediction right here. Hargraves picks off. Picks right. off Fitzpatrick to kind of redeem himself for that that interception that was an interception, but wasn't interception because of the the, the penalty. All right. I'm still gonna say he doesn't throw an interception. I say okay. Noah Spence sacks Fitzmagic. Well, okay. what what about an interception? Causes fumble. No interception. Well, we might as well just get into these over unders then. Let's do it. All right. So, so far, I just added that Fitz over under one interception. You say number twenty eight Hargraves is gonna intercept. I say intercept. Gonna get, I say, uh, Eddie says. No interception. I'm also going to go with no. Okay. But last he loses, year. He loses a fumble, though. 
He loses the fumble, though. Okay, well, I'll, I'll add that to the notes later. Last year, we were really good at something. We were really good at throwing interceptions. We were the number one team in the league with 26 interceptions. All those weren't Jameis Winston, by the way. They weren't. Combined as a team, 26 interceptions. So going into the 2019 season, we've got a new coach, new offensive philosophy, and hopefully a new head on Jameis' shoulder. How many interceptions? I'll put the over-under for the team. What did we say the over-under would be? 20. No. If he if we threw yes, we 36 have. as a team last year, I say we do it at – no, did I say 30, uh, 26, excuse me, not yeah, 36. Yeah, we had 20. So uh, 20. Was it 20? Okay, so over under 20 interceptions. Hey, man, did you get in my beer? No, I just didn't – I didn't put it on the, on the spreadsheet. I'm going to say under. I'm going to go with 17. Eddie? I'm going to hit that price is right on high C and go 18 under. Well, that's not the price is right. It's one off. I guess so. That's price is right. You beat me by a dollar? Uh, I think the more important question, and we were talking about this pregame, is Jameis' turnovers as far as his fumbling. I think it's, it's all going to decline this year. I brought up a stat to you guys. In his four seasons as a quarterback for the Buccaneers – how many fumbles did he have? And you guys said 15. And I think, Eddie, you said like eight or something like that? No, I said <clears> higher than that. Something. It was it was a lower number. It was number. like 176 total, though, huh? No. No, now you're just. It was 38. It was 38 fumbles. Can I can I give you a little quick math real quick? Yes. 38 fumbles. Yes. Divided by four years. Mm-hmm. That's so a little over it's, eight. It's, it's nine and a half. Mm-hmm. That's not that bad considering they're probably, since he's the quarterback, he gets charged with a fumble even if it's a bad exchange. He Between hasn't the had quarterback, s- the quarterback. Uh, yeah, but I don't know how many of those that he's had that. Well, you know what? We don't have we don't have ESPN money to have some, like, brainiac from the back look that up real quick. But, I mean, I'm sure there was a – I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say out of those 38, maybe, like, five or six of them weren't necessarily his fault. I I'll agree with you, and I, and I think you can also say that with interceptions as well. Because I think I think even with even more, so. I think even and, and listen, I don't know how they charge the, the the quarterbacks with the fumbles because some of them may be bad handoffs or whatever that that can be sometimes running back error as well. So I mean, it's probably actually a little bit lower for ones that are actually his fault. Maybe he was holding the ball out there, he got knocked out by a lineman or something like along those lines. Okay, so back to my point. Jameis a lot of fumbles in his career. He needs to temper that down as well. As far as the interceptions, over under 20 interceptions for myself, I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to go 18. I think Jameis throws 15 okay. interceptions on the season. I said it on No Boundary Sports Talk. So maybe the other three come from Blaine Gabbert, Ryan Griffin coming in. Who knows? Maybe a wide receiver throws a pass and gets an interception. Who knows? Okay. Uh, on to the next one. Last year, we had 45 sacks. Mm-hmm. No, no, we had – 36 sacks mm-hmm. that tied us for, I think it was like 17th in the league. So over under 45 sacks as a team this year in 2019, Craig. I'm going to say. That would put us up around like like 12th, 11th. I'm going to go with the push here. 
We're not doing pushes. We're not doing pushes. No, we're Why not, not, man? We are not That's doing America. Pushes. What? So you're gonna just say forty five sacks? He's gonna say forty five. Yeah. No, There's, no. Over. Under. He called that number no though. Push. He said forty five. I'm going out on. I'm saying it now. I said I don't know, but no pushes. If we do an over under number, it's over that number or under that number. No Vegas push. has that odds. Yeah, Vegas. No push. Push. What you better than Vegas? He I is. am better than Vegas. Over under forty five sacks for the season for the Buccaneers. We got Zach Mooney over here. <laughs> over under with a white guy. Uh, I'm gonna go he over. Says I'm gonna go over. With, over with forty six. Over with forty six. Point five. That's if you want to go forty five and a half, you can do that. You can do that because there is such thing as a half of a sack. I'll do, do forty six point five. Okay, so I'm one up it. Okay, <laughs> Eddie. Over under forty five sacks for the Buccaneers as a team in the 2019 season. Since you won't let me be great, under forty. You're gonna go under forty. Okay. Okay. So a little bit of improvement, not much. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take that improvement. Slow one percent. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take the under as well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 44. I don't think we get up that high. I just don't see where that production is gonna come from. You lose a guy like McCoy, who's also having a great training camp by all accounts in, in Carolina. You you got Vita Vea, who's out for the first what two to four weeks. You got JPP that's got a broken neck. He's coming back from his reconstructive surgery and his neck with his. Titanium neck bone. Antimantium. Antimantium. Sorry, excuse Carl me. Nazib. We do have him. Noah but he, Spence. Noah Spence, boy. Yeah. And Dominican Sue. I okay. mean. Okay. Dominican, I can, I can see that. Devin yeah. White. But to lay, Buchanan. To, Buchanan? to lay everything on. Oh, Shaq, I'm not O'Neal, but Barrett. Yeah. To lay on those guys, guys hey, who bro. Carl Nassib, Barrett. They, get they were all guys sacks? who were backups. Oh, Willie G. Who, who have they never had to play sacks? that. Carl Nass is my dark horse for the season. But He's going to get him, 10. He's going to get double mean, digits. We're talking about Shaq Barrett, who who backed up quite possibly one of the best linebackers in the NFL LT? right now. No. Oh. All right. Well, this will just kind of translate or uh, segue into our next uh, question and prediction. This is not an over-under. This is actually a prediction for the Bucks season, 2019. Who leads the Buccaneers in 2019 in sacks? Hmm. Carl Nassib. Eddie, you're gonna say Carl Nassib? How how many uh eleven. How many sacks? Eleven sacks, okay. So one and a half off of what JPP did for us last year. You know what's funny? I don't know why, but I have that written down right here. Probably because I gave you this topic earlier and you said you were gonna get right on it. I did. That's what it was. And then you heard me talking about Carl Nassib and you wanted to take my guy and run with it. Go ahead, Craig. Oh, that took his guy. I'm gonna say Dion Buchanan with nine. Dion Buchanan. He can a, have nine. I think a he middle could. linebacker. I don't know. A guy who's probably not going to be starting all the time. He got one sack already in preseason. Right. In preseason. One more than you. All right, let's not make this personal now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with Eddie's choice as well. Um, I'm going to go Carl Nassib as well. I don't think he's going to have 11 sacks. You know why I'm better than you guys? Hmm. Because I'm like Steven Tyler. I'm living on the edge. Living on the edge. I think Noah Spence is going to have like, he might have eight or nine too. Uh, I'm going to say Carl Nassib has eight and a half sacks on this season. I mean, at least I didn't go totally ludicrous and be like, Mike Edwards is going to have nine. Nine interceptions. He's going to be like Troy Palomalu. Can Mike Edwards have four sacks? I, I think that's very 
It's, it's over the over the season in like some kind of like disguise situation where they rush one of the DBs. I think that can that can he happen. possibly if, if he turns out to be anything like we think he is the yeah. honey badger. He could definitely have a couple sacks. I mean, they, used to, they I mean, obviously different scheme and stuff like that. But I mean, Ronda used to get sacks here and there. So I mean, you know, defensive back blitzes are something that defensive coordinators use. So I don't, I don't think it's out of the question for at least. A defensive back, not maybe necessarily Mike Edwards, but I could th- see one of our defensive backs getting four sacks for the season. All right. Next one up. Who leads the Bucks in interceptions in 2019 mm-hmm. season? And I will start with myself. I think it's not going to come from a cornerback position. We just talked about this guy, Mike Edwards. He might not get four sacks. But I think he could he could get over two two interceptions, three interceptions, and on this defense, where coming into this season we only have two guys on this defense right now at the cornerback position with interceptions, and that's Hargraves and uh, Ryan Smith, I think. Mm-hmm. So he could definitely provide some uh, his ball hawking ability. MJ Stewart did get interceptions last year. Nope. No, we had. Really bad season as far as interceptions. I mean, Justin Evans, still, he, I mean, he's still a guy that's going to be back probably within the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, we got some guys that are, you know, definitely has some potential. That has now, some potential. I took four four interceptions for Mike Edwards to lead the team. Mm-hmm. I like four. I think I left a couple, like, softballs out there for you guys. So, uh, who's, I, who's I, your I already pick? got my team. I'm ready. Who's your dude? Hargraves. Four. Craig, who do you got? That's exactly what I was going to say. But uh, you know what? Well, I'm going to go with Carlton Davis. I was going to say, why don't you represent for Carlton Davis? With three. Three interceptions. Okay. All right. How many does Bunting get this year? I say one. Really? One I go or two. two. I go two. Two or three. All right. So we talked about this a little bit earlier. Winston, 38 fumbles. For his career over four seasons, that's almost about 10 fumbles. Over under 10 fumbles for Jameis Winston in the 2019 season, Eddie. Over under 10 fumbles? Yep. He's almost average 10. Over. Okay, how many? Any particular any, any particular reason why over? Because. Or you, just, I, you don't I think just, they're going to fix it? See, nah. I just think the way he plays. That it just happens, man. He just tries to hold on to the ball just a little too long. I think it's still not corrected this year. I think he doesn't throw as many interceptions, but I think because he's a big guy and he tries to run and hold on to that ball to get that last play, he's going to get blindsided a few times. Well, I honestly think fumbling the ball is probably the easiest thing to remedy. No. It's ball security. It's not throwing a ball 30 yards down the field to a tight in a tight window. Where interceptions happen, you know what I mean. Look at so, that. Look at the play where like he tiki. stretched it out against the Steelers. Yeah, right? to get that first down. Yeah, and he held on to the ball pretty good. He held on to the ball, but all it took was that one guy to come around that he didn't see to knock it out. It's yeah. when you have that many plays, your chances go up of fumbling. But it's, it's, it's here's statistics. here's my point though. Here's my point. It's a lot easier to curb fumbles than it is interceptions. Yeah, you got fumbles. Fumbles is the ball is. Well, Not he's made, he's, of, made his, he's made it. He made it. Don't try to persuade him. Is, from, man. I'm holding on to my answer. Listen, okay. I, I got a number in mind, and I don't want him to steal it because you make him change his mind. He already 
took my heart. Well, I probably already, t- I, I probably already took your 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 uh, answer anyway. I'm going to say eight fumbles for the season. No, you didn't. Because I'm going to one down you. And go, go seven. Seven. Well, that's what he had last that's season. Uh, okay. Moving to the offensive side of the ball. Ronald Jones. Rojo. A hundred carries for Rojo over under. Mm. Eddie. Over. How many? Hundred and seventeen. Ooh. That's a, that's a odd number. I just feel confident in that number. Oh, I actually get to go not last this time. Uh, I I always go to you guys first. I thought I'd switch it up. No, I've yeah, been like the one who's not. I, been, I don't think I've had a first over under yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go under with ninety, but I think total touches. Mm-hmm. I think he might be in like the the one thirty range, as far as like carries, maybe some receptions. All right, give me total touches, Eddie. You gonna say one thirty, Craig? No. Give me 125. Play it safe. What about you, Eddie? Let me go ahead and answer mine uh, for a number of carries. I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. Okay. Not by much. I'm going to say 110 carries on the season, and I will go with a total. I think he, I think he probably catches. 20 balls on the season. So I'll, I'll go with 130 touches okay. on the season. 147. 147. So 30 catches. So 147 touches total. Okay. Okay. Could be higher. All it depends right. how much we're going to run the ball this year. Let's too. see here. 47 touchdowns in 2019 for the Buccaneers total. Offense and defense. 30, 36 passing, which is third in the league in passing. And we had 11 rushing. So over under for the 2019 season, 47 touchdowns total. Craig? I'm going to say over with 50. And I don't know if it's going to be quite so high on the, the, the passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But I do think in the red zone, um, I think we're going to have a better red zone offense. I think you can see those tight ends kind of uh, – you know, we got some big rod receivers as well, but I think, you know, between Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, Cam Brate down that red zone, we'll probably see some, some you know, close to that number. But I think what we're actually going to improve on as far as the touchdowns, I mean, 11 touchdowns I feel like is okay for running backs, but I think if we get that kind of true dual-head monster there, I think maybe we can pick up, you know, maybe like the 15, 16 rushing touchdowns, something like that, kind of improve. Because in, in, that's the one area on offense that if we improve even just like 15, 20%, it's going to make a huge difference for this offense. And you know how it goes, too. When you have a running game, it really does open up the, the, the wide receivers a little bit more because you can incorporate a little bit more play-action pass. You don't have to worry about people like that. But, uh, you know. So let me ask you a question. We'll we'll put it like this. So you have fifty total touchdowns for two thousand nineteen season. How many of those are rushing? How many of those are passing? Uh, so what I say? You uh, said fifty total. 50 total. So if you say fifteen rushing touchdowns, so what thirty five passing and thirty five or in fifteen rushing? Sounds right. 
Okay. Because what did we have last year for passing? 36 36. So? so, I mean, I think maybe we lose one maybe passing, but we pick up a couple in, in, the, in the rushing department. All day. And, and then, you know, they kind of seem to want to use the running back a little bit more, I feel, in the passing game too. So that – it may pick up, but I think the running backs are going to be key for those extra touchdowns. Whether it be a, a you know a little screen pass, dump off that you know goes for ten fifteen yards for a touchdown, or we actually get legit runs for touchdowns. I think the running back situation is going to be a little bit more key to this offense. Eddie, I need total. I need forty one touchdowns passing. Forty one passing. Yep. Okay. Eighteen rushing. Okay. You want me to break it down from there? Nope. You're all good. I'm going to go. I see big things for this, this offense, man. I really do. I think the offense is slightly going to improve from where they were last year. Defense, 10 yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think we're going to step back. And I mean, that's why I said, I mean, three touchdowns more than what we got last year, that's not a huge improvement. It's... We weren't hurting in touchdowns, man. We had a lot of. We're hurting in defensive stops. Yeah. That's, the, that's where the problem was. Yeah, we, we did score a lot of touchdowns in the air, and that's promising uh, for Winston. If you look at him, if he could get a whole season under. Well, and, and look, I'm just going to throw this out there. You know, it's been a while since this happened because, you know, Aaron Hernandez is, is, has been gone and got in some trouble, you know, about, what, five, six years ago, something like that. But when they had those two big tight ends for those couple years in, in New England Patriots, it was hard for defenses to stop that. We got two guys that are what six four, six five, six six somewhere in that range, mm-hmm. two hundred fifty, sixty, seventy pounds. Like you got some Beast. big boys to try to defend. Then you got Mike Evans on the outside, who's like a, what six three, six four, his damn self, who's a, a, a pretty big receiver. So I mean, you know, we got some, we got some guys out there. Perriman's kind of a, a smaller dude, but I mean, Godwin's got a little Godwin's size on him, size. on him as well. So I mean, then you got a couple of small guys, you know. It, and even uh, that one receiver, what was the name? Um, uh, Ju- Justin or J- I don't got Justin the Watson. The Justin Watson, yeah, yeah. he has a, he's got a little size on him. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what's up. I'm gonna take the over at 48. I'm gonna go one over. I think we uh, go one up. I'm gonna go 34 passing touchdowns and 14 rushing. Uh, three better rushing touchdowns and two. Less passing, okay. but I think it's all going to balance out a little bit more this season with the running game uh, being a little more of a factor for the Buccaneers. In turn, you're not going to have to pass as much, and then you're not going to be put into to getting all those passing touchdowns like you were last year. I don't think Jameis has 34 passing touchdowns, but I think as the whole, the Bucks have 34 passing touchdowns. I still think Jameis well, is around like, the passing touchdowns. Well, yeah. just like I Perfect. have. The Bucks throwing or a total of interceptions. I don't think James is throwing all those MJ interceptions. Stewart. There's garbage time. Yeah, MJ Stewart. Who knows? The Bucks might move him to quarterback. He right. might be our backup. You know, who knows? He might pull a Tom Tupa and be punting the ball to next week. Yes. All right. Who knows? I like it. But what I'm saying is, is Reggie there's Roby, always baby. garbage time. Maybe a quarterback comes out from yeah. injury or just as you know, we're yeah. up, and then another guy throws a touchdown or another guy throws an interception. You know, so you know what I can't wait for because I love this over under thing. But all these ones that we're doing because it's preseason, it's kind of hard to do it for the per game because, like you know, preseason you don't really play the whole game. La la la. Like I can't wait for that week one so we can be like you know, over under you know eighty yards for Peyton Barber this game or something yeah. like that. So then like the next week when we come in we can be like all right Eddie got this one right because right now we're kind of doing like those uh this is the seasonal the, the, the seasonal yeah, ones that we got to wait uh, 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 you know yeah another twenty weeks to find out you know what I'm saying well I got Why one that's gonna team? I got one that's gonna be a little more. Um, 
instant gratification. First, we'll we'll rewind to last week. We uh, I asked you guys Pittsburgh versus the Bucks. I definitely lost that one. Craig, well, at least you got who won, I said, right? I said, yeah, you I said twenty four seventeen. I said the Bucks, though. Yep. No, you said the uh, Pitts. Uh, yeah, actually, you did say the Bucks. I, Sorry, I excuse the, me. I said the Bucks were going to lose. You said Pittsburgh, which is very surprising. Twenty one thirteen, and I said Pittsburgh twenty eight to twenty one. So I'm going to have to give myself a little star for being the closest. I thought you there. said the Bucks were going to win. No, he, no, I was the only one who chose the Bucks. Oh, okay. No, I do remember that. So going to this week. We got a new preseason game. This mm-hmm. is the Dolphins mm-hmm. coming into town to come to old Ray J. Eddie, what's the score of the game? The score of the game Who is going to be 35-17 Tampa Bay. 35-17 Tampa Bay. Craig? I'm going to go with 28-14 Tampa Bay, which I think both of these scores are possible, by yeah. the way. I just didn't want to go like 43 to like, you know what I'm saying, Seventy six like to two. This is the game we definitely get off the Schneid. We're gonna we're gonna come out and we're gonna play really well. Even though we played pretty good against Pittsburgh, but we're gonna, we're, we're gonna too. get the win, first win in Bruce Arians coaching regime as a Buccaneer head coach. I say we win twenty eight twenty seven. Ooh, close one, nail biter. Matt Gay. Clutch field goal. No. Let's see. No, because that wouldn't work out. No. Well. It could. It's mad. Well, not because 28's all, all touchdowns. It would be all touchdowns. So <laughs> let me mad. do Let me do, Let me me do. do this. Let me do 27. Let me do 27. 25. No, that, no, that won't work. 24. 27, 24. Do 27, 21. No, because I think it's going to be really all close. Right. Even though we dominated in pre in the joint practice, right. that's a joint practice. This is a game. We were talking about practice. I don't think it's gonna be that close. Yeah. All right, yeah, so against, the against their sorry. bench, which seems a lot horrible than ours. I think the, the consistent thing is we all have the Buccaneers winning all right. this week. I just have it a Hercules, little bit closer. I, listen, I was optimistic last week. I figured like no Ben Roethlisberger, maybe we got a, we had a better chance. Screw you, Dobbs, and your freaking Dobbs, man. Where are you looking like hundred like yards rushing, like Cordell Stewart looking on like, Bang look, Energy out look, there, boy? Looking like baby Michael Vick. He, he looking like a raw ass Cordell Stewart. Yeah, I can't wait to the season now. Let's just get this preseason over with. I enjoy the preseason, man, because you see some people you'll never see again. Eddie, question and only for you. Go ahead. Are you coming to Detroit? Am I coming to Detroit? Yeah, not on that. Detroit. Are you I coming still, to Detroit? Do you know Detroit? She tell you? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't officially gotten permission yet. Well, any of our listeners want to go? Hell, let's let's make it a big road trip. Let's get everybody together. Maybe Tim. Tim want to go? Maybe not. He's Maybe. a big Bucks fan. He is. He's is a big Bucks fan. Yeah, who knows? Are you gonna make it? If we get that many people to go, let's get an Airbnb. We're going. You're going official. We are. We are going. You're taking I mean, time off of work. Me and Zach are definitely going. We're going. It's probably about eighty percent, maybe seventy percent, maybe less. Derek. I already know. He said he's going to get back to us tonight. Did he get back? Has not gotten back yet. What game is it again? It's Detroit. What's it? What's the date? December fifteenth. <sighs> make it. Have your wife make it a early Christmas gift. Maybe. My anniversary is the week before that. Well, that's a week gift. before. Anniversary gift. That's right not. There. It's not your anniversary week. Yeah. 
We leave the 11th. We're going to drive up. We're going to Red Bull it and just drive straight through. Isn't there a flight from SRQ there? Probably, but the flights are like 250 Yeah, each. it's expensive. When we can rent a car for like 200, 250. 200 bucks. You save, a, you save two days, though. Yeah, well, but I like seeing the country. I don't know about you. Do you like seeing the country? Yeah, when me. you when you drive, Craig, you yeah. like to see the sights? Dude, we're not and... the beach boys. We're not trying to get there fast and take it slow. Yeah. No. We're trying to be on go the whole time. On go. We're just going, man. In the middle of December, two Florida boys driving in the snow. Oh, yeah, man. That's going to be Michigan? fun. Michigan? Ain't nothing, bro. Hey, we got a rental car. It's going to have good tires on it. Good tires. Yeah. You got the chains we're, in the We're going gonna to have the $12 insurance if we mess <laughs> yep. it up. It's covered. <laughs> it's covered. <laughs> hey, he come back. This ain't even the right car. Hey, but I got the insurance. <laughs> Oh man! Like, man, you rented a Tacoma. I've had some sketchy times though in, in some snow. So I've never driven in snow. I think I've we'll worked be straight. in snow. Listen, one thing about about Michigan, where we're going, it's in Detroit. They're gonna have the snow plows and everything in full effect. Ain't gonna be no. Well, I drove up to New we're York. We pull up in a blizzard, man. Like, like nah, we ride out in a blizzard. I, I drove up to New York in the I've middle of winter. That. I've done that in Colorado. I'm, in a Florida car with Florida tires, meaning they're like the slick go kart tires you get from like <laughs> <laughs> when you get on the slick track at the go kart track. You like, the that's tire, the Florida man, tires. tires you know? down on the, Mario Kart edition. Yeah, the slicks. <laughs> yeah, that did not go good. I had a snowplow guy behind me. I'm doing like 30. Like my ass ends all squealing out, and he's like behind me, just like. Pushing me along, basically. He, he's he willing. Sketch. He was willing you along. Yes. He wasn't necessarily touching the car, but he That's was right. listen, really close. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll set it up. We just need good tires. We'll, we'll, listen, we'll get the That's rental it. car. Then we finagle them for the free upgrade for something with four wheel drive. Okay. All right. Some meaty tires and maybe some yeah. snow plow. Like, look, we're going to Michigan. We're going to the Detroit Lions game. Help us get there safe. We need something with four wheel drive, all wheel drive. Do they do the Bucks beat Detroit? That's, That's something think, we'll have to talk about then. Yeah, I think it's a winnable game right now. Winnable. I think I think okay, so it'd be Tuesday the tenth would be our show that day. Tuesday the tenth, and then we leave Wednesday the eleventh. So good old Gruden John says Gruden. that yes, we should go. We should go and win. All right, let's wrap oh. this baby up and get on out of here. Wow, is some, it time already? That's some grass. Yeah, it is. Yeah. With that being said, seventeen minutes past time. We're a little bit past our, we're a little bit we're over, but we know we we know the owner, so we're Gucci. But uh, we'll catch you guys next Tuesday. For Zach, Eddie, I'm your boy Craig. This has been another edition of Buck That Podcast. Peace out.